Thanks for tuning into our podcast. While you listen and think about the topics we will explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and drive to protect others and yourself. That is how you deliver flawless services to our customers and make a great living moving America with rail. Enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. I'm Michael. And I'm Roman. Mike, before we get going, I'd like to do a shout out to someone. Uh, you weren't here yesterday when this happened. Uh, there was a driver that came in to Marshfield Terminal. It was his first time here at Marshfield and I explained to him where the empties go. And you know, after we started talking, we did introductions and I told him my name and he gave me his name and he goes, you're Roman. He heard the podcast already. That was really actually kind of nice. Asked where you were. Obviously I said that you were probably sitting in your hammock. You know, or as you stuff. call it, my ham hock. Yeah, your ham hock. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Mike in truck 4342. Mike, it was great getting to know you a little bit. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And you gave us some suggestions and some ideas. And later on in the podcast, we'll explain where anybody can give any kind of uh, suggestions or remarks or feedback. On keep passing doing. it on. Yeah, it's, this, is, this is a good thing for the company and for you. It's good for everybody. Today we have uh, the Vice President of Technology, Mr. John Poppy. Tell us about yourself, how you got started, <laughs> and then we'll get into it. Give us a little background of yourself. Been in technology for about 30 years, started in the Navy, came through, and I worked in technology in the medical industry and manufacturing. And the last eight years I've been here at Rail. It's been a great, it's been a great trip. Well, John, what led you to Rail? What made you choose to come here? What brought me to Rail was specifically the focus on technology. Yeah. You know, if you're a technology professional, you want to work for an organization that's very technology focused. And I'm sure you guys will agree. We we love technology here at Rail. We try and use it to the best of our abilities to mm -hmm. make it a competitive advantage. And I think Rail really embraces that. So it's yeah. fun to be here. You know, when it comes to trucking, you've got, I mean, everything from, you know, all the orders that we take from our customers, the integration with our great drivers out there, right, helping them get the information they need. You've got your mobile apps, you have your in-cab technologies. My team also takes care of all the, you know, video surveillance systems and physical access systems to keep our yards secure and safe. You've got our email infrastructure. You've got our systems that handle all the billing and driver pay. And then, of course, that big security wrapper, right? Because yeah. you got to have security in order for organizations to be safe, and that's a big area for us as well. But it's a it's a, a big, big list. Is this is this your designs? Or is this like you take you take something that's out there that's that's offered? Do you guys take it and make it better, or is this rail design? Is this your team's designs that are trying we're implementing? Right. Most of the technology we use here is custom designed by rail. Oh, great. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And really, it's you can go out there and you can buy things off the shelf, but I think it just you're, you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. And we just feel like we want to be that much better than every other trucking company out there. And to do that, part of our philosophy is build it ourselves whenever it makes sense, and we do that often. You're going down this road, and all of a sudden you're, you're speeding. Uh, have they come up with some to help you with that portion of it? To, you know, when you know you're not speeding. 
you know, here's the here's the deal with this guy is navigation is incredibly hard, and I didn't ever appreciate it until I started working in transportation logistics. But navigation systems are challenging, and one of the biggest challenges is we rely on all the data that's available out there in the mm-hmm. public, and that data isn't always right. Right. You know, so you have these, you know, all these cities and townships and things who, for example, make a speed limit change, or they make a weight restriction, or a, you know, they change a bridge restriction. If they don't tell anybody, then there's no way that that data can actually make it into code. So the information is there, but just it's not being relayed to whoever it needs to be relayed right. to. There's a tremendous amount of of trucking companies that mm. use Copilot. Right. And rail drivers, just like all these other companies, can really help make the product better by simply helping to inform us when that happens. And there's there's a button in Copilot where you can push and when you stop safely later on, you can you can say, hey, you know, this marker, when I push this button, it's because the speed limit was actually this. But it's really intuitive and simple. And then when that happens, that gets sent right to Copilot. And, and you can consider it kind of a marker, right? It's just dropping a flag. So if you're driving, and you see that there's, you know, the data that Copilot knows about, let's say it's a speed limit, is different than what you're seeing on the sign. You know, it's a one button touch, right? So if you can safely, de- and of course you gotta make good decisions based upon what's going around you, but if you can safely push that one button, then all it's doing is really dropping a flag for you to go back later on when you're safely stopped. Okay. And you can add details then, but just adding a marker. Okay, so it's just, one touch operation. One touch. Uh, that's by law. One and if touch. everybody does that, eventually you'll work the kinks out of the system right. to where you won't be getting right. that. And then yeah. again, you stop I later. See. This is why I did right. that. Right. Okay. Because that's okay. what ma- that's what makes Google so good. Because everybody's on Google, you right. know. They're, so that's going to be great, you know. Yeah. And you, yeah. And of course, the other way that you can also do this is certainly we have a great routing team, right? So so certainly conversations with them. Yeah, you know, we say how was your route? We always send those route surveys. You can put that information in there as well. But a direct link right to the company is through that button. So that's a very efficient way to report issues. Any changes coming up to the MyRail app? Is there, are we gonna? Yeah, we probably have had a mobile app in place for almost seven years. Okay. So when you look at a lot of our competitors, we were really on that leading edge. So we're probably in our third, if not fourth, iteration of the MyRail app, and it's really grown to be quite an amazing product for our drivers in terms of giving them a ton of features and capabilities and just basically extremely helpful in in them doing their job. One of the things that we've got coming on the MyRail app right now that we're working on, probably be releasing here in the next three to four weeks, is a callback capability. So today when a driver calls their fleet manager and the fleet manager, let's say it's, it's during the time when the fleet manager's in the office, but that fleet manager's on the phone, Okay. The message to the driver is, hey, your fleet manager is here, but currently on another call. You can wait, right? You can talk to somebody else, or you can put a call back in. I've noticed that in some of the things that I've called. You, you, yeah. you can wait in line, or when, when this person's available, they'll call you back. But I'm, if is we, that If we thing? do that, though, I'm going to miss all of the entertaining music I get to listen to while I'm on hold. Hey, we just upgraded our music <laughs> on hold, by the way. So, I, you know. But, music, uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But but really, yeah, who it's fix that music? Really, seriously, do you guys do that? <laughs> I um, I have I have um, delegated the music selection. Well, maybe yeah, maybe you shouldn't delegate because... it anymore to whoever. You should take over that one, right? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. But yeah. but uh, but the the intent is so that rather than have you wait and burn time, just just you know we'll call you back. So it queues up for the fleet manager. 
And then when the fleet manager hangs up their current call, the system will ring their phone, and then when they pick it up, it'll say, hey, press one to connect. Oh, so it calls that the other the driver back. Yeah. So, oh, that's so, kind of cool. So okay. what happens is it, it, it rings to the fleet manager's phone, and it says, hey, you got a callback request. And then they press one, and then it calls whoever left that request, right? So in this case, the driver says, please call me back. It will ring their phone, so that way hmm. the driver doesn't have to wait on hold, right? Can make effective use of their time. Great. So what we're trying to do is trying to make that even one step easier. So what we're doing to the MyRail app is we're putting a callback button right in there. So you don't even need to call the first time. You can just say, hey, I want, I want to talk to my fleet manager. You go to the MyRail app and say, give me a call. Huh. Oh, that's kind of neat. It'll, okay. queue up oh, the, it'll queue up that I, call. I do like that, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's even one step easier. You know, maybe the driver's got something they're working on. They just know they have to talk to the fleet manager sometime soon. Call me back, and then at the, at the next available opportunity where the fleet manager isn't on the phone, it will generate that call back to the driver and connect them. So all of this in the big scheme of things is benefiting the driver, keeping yeah. them moving forward. Just making their job easier. Yeah, that's what we're all here for. What else is coming on, do you mean? Is that, is that the only improvement, or are you guys going to do some more with it? Are you going to change up a little bit, you know, relearn it, or is it just... Nothing you know, really major. I, I think that's one of the big features. And we just got done doing the whole um, survey tool okay. capability, which was was put into the MyRail app to really make it really easy for uh, for us to collect feedback. And that's yeah, that's one thing that I think we're very focused on is getting feedback. And you know, we had a previous survey approach through a third party that just we weren't very impressed with, and we said we can do it better, right? Mm -hmm. So we built our own survey software. And we created, you know, we took all the questions out that we didn't think there was a lot of value in, tried to streamline the questions for our annual survey and for the different surveys that we do during, you know, during your onboarding here at Rail and different things like that. And we put them into this mobile app so that it's really easy for drivers to do the surveys. They can, you know, if they get halfway through and stop, they can pick up where they left off at a different time. And just made it really easy because that information that drivers are willing to share with us you know, that's, that's one of the key ways we get better as a company. And how right? often are they getting back to you, these drivers? Are you getting a lot of responses? Well, or I will, more of like I will tell you fleets? that I will tell you that I don't have any of those stats with me, but it, since we've launched here in March, we've probably got over 2,000 surveys collected wow. already at different steps. And our response rates are double what they used to be with the old approach. Everybody's jobs here at Rail, right? Your safety your customer service, your fleet managers, your IT, your maintenance, everybody is focused on providing, right? And everything comes together in the cab for the driver. You know, they are the apex of every everybody's job, right? And and so understanding what's working for them and what's not working for them, that's how we get better, right? That's how we make the company better. That's how we make it a better experience for the driver. So who, who will see these surveys? If it's one of those trainer-focused surveys, you know, that rolls up, obviously, to that leader in that section for that, and, and they use that information and share it with their their trainers, for example, if it's a training survey. You know, that feedback on, you know, either it's A, hey, great job, you knocked it out of the park, or B, you know, you know we have an opportunity here to get better, and here's what but it is. Will it be anonymous, or? The intent is to, to keep it anonymous as most often. Tell us about the new exciting things coming up. So right now we have 36 active development projects that we're working. So we have a lot of irons in the fire. I think one of the biggest ones, and I can 
I can share some other ones with you guys in future future podcasts. Sure. But one of the ones we're working at right now is we're writing a brand new maintenance system oh, for the right. organization, right? Okay. So obviously one that's really important uh, for our drivers as well. So just being more efficient and effective with the maintenance activities. When you go around our maintenance facilities now and through the uh, through the few islands, you notice that everybody's got tablets. Everybody's doing their safety inspections yeah. off of tablets. Yeah. Yeah. We've really digitized a lot of our maintenance areas already, trying to make it easier for mechanics and, and for the different roles and positions to do their jobs most effectively. And that means also the quickest, right? So the fastest we move drivers in and out of maintenance, right, get their trucks repaired, the, the quicker they're back on the road doing their job. So I would say that the maintenance system is by, by and large our biggest effort that we'll be focused on here over the next year. So John, when you, when you guys develop all these new programs, these new systems, and there's a problem. How do you guys get informed? Is it by someone telling you, or do you have like something in place in the, in, on the grid, you know, kind of like how Tron was, you know, on the grid or the matrix, the you matrix, know? There you Did are, it, yeah. Does it send you a signal <laughs> saying, hey, there's a problem, or you rely on people telling you that there's something wrong? I would say both, uh, Roman. I think that from a software perspective, if the program is having an issue from a, from a code execution perspective. Sometimes we'll pick that up on some of our monitoring tools, okay. you know, whether the database usage is, is off or something, something you know, is, is airing out. We sometimes pick it up on monitor, monitoring tools. Or if it's just simply that the application is working, but the logic is is wrong, so you know, it says two plus two is five. Well, unless you do common core math, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but if, it, if, it, if, the, if it's just giving a bad answer, right, but, it, but it's working, then usually it's our users, right? It's our users saying, hey, something's not right here. It's not five, it's four. Yeah. So, you know, we have a big, I think it's called Intranet, right? That's a company. Is that what that's called, Intranet? Yes. Okay. Yep. So weekends, you guys, the IT department, is there usually someone on call or yeah. on duty? Something major happens. What do you guys get? Like a, a, a hundred phone calls. Get into work. Let's get this fixed. Is that what would normally happen? Yeah, it's you know it's we have we have a twenty four seven hotline that's okay. staffed, and we have you know that's that's kind of our infrastructure team. And we also have an on call application individual person okay. as well. But yeah, if if something bad really happens, it's a it's an all hands on deck exercise. So something major happens. With that technology, obviously there's there's ways to go through it. Should you ever, should the driver ever contact you guys? Or say it's just right through their FM and let them channel it to where it needs to go. The driver really is is going to maintenance as their front line. As their yeah. Front line. Front line. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's goal is the same, right? It's right. all yeah. driver retention. So our wildly important goal as a company is the retention. Goal. Retention. Yep. And then the subwig is what I each department kind of picks things that kind of plug into that goal. And ours is driver engagement, and uh, we recently launched this. And our goal is to make three driver engagements a week. So, you know, my department has three different subgroups: infrastructure, a business intelligence, and application development. Each one of those groups makes a driver contact a week. They reach out to driver and have a great conversation around, "Hey, how is it going?" and and ask about technology topics. How are the, how is the technology working for you? You know, what's working, what's not working, what do you think we could do differently, what are your ideas? And these are random drivers. Random drivers. Random drivers, okay. You and get a lot of response back? 
Yeah, we have. We've had some great. I mean, we've been doing this now for probably four months. So wow. we've had a, a collection. We're starting to see some themes, right? Like some of them are when I park in a certain spot in the Gary parking mm -hmm. lot, I can't get Wi-Fi, right? Gotcha. Or, or things like that. And, and for us, it's flushing out these opportunities in different areas that we can help make the driver's experience better at rail. So, so, so if we have drivers out there that you guys, I mean, there's only so many of you guys y'all can contact. Uh, what about the ones out there that's listening to this podcast right now that have plenty of suggestions for you guys? How could they contact you guys? You know, honestly, the, the best way is through the driver suggestion feature in the MyRail app. And, you know, I, I, it's great that you brought that up, Michael, because the driver's suggestion box is, you know, it's not, this is not the old school I'm scribbling down something on a piece of paper and dropping it in a slot, right? right. And then it just it just disappears. The suggestion right? box, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I know a few seconds. It goes to the shredder. It goes to the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. This is not that. I mean, the life cycle of these is pretty amazing. And I think the drivers that use this understand we take it really seriously. So when you send it in through a driver's suggestion on the MyRail app, we have individuals that look at those also, and they will immediately route them to the leader of that area for for visibility. I mean, they really get great visibility. So if there's things that aren't working right or things that we can do better or just general ideas that, you know, hey, have you ever thought of doing this? We love those things and they get immediate visibility. I wow. mean, the minute that they hit send and submit, it's coming into your inboxes. I can tell by the, some of the things you guys have implemented just in technology. I mean, you can tell somebody's listening to something, you know, somebody's right. picking up yeah. on it. You know, going along with, with our, our subway of of driver engagement. The other one that we measure as a subway just as a kind of information is just more of all of our of our support success of our of our teammates at rail. So when uh, anytime somebody calls the help desk for help that you know so if it's customer service or safety or or the training department orientation department saying hey I got an issue you know their goal is to try and get our non-driving employees back up and operational right because we know that the quicker we do that the better they can do their work for the driver, right? And so every time we close one of those tickets, we send out a survey saying, hey, how did we do? Yeah, I know, we get those on there, yeah, yeah. on the email right away, usually yeah. when, when the incident or request was fixed. The reason we send out that little survey, just one question, did we exceed expectations, is just to see where we can get better, right? Because we know the better we do, the better that those employees can yeah. do, right? So, so those are our two subwigs that plug into driver retention. Okay, so yeah, the wigs, subwigs, all for uh, driver retention, very good. In a, in a scenario where the power drops, you know, you lose everything. Is it? I can only imagine it's a nightmare over there. You know, we, we've done a really nice job, I would say, evolving rails infrastructure to be world class. Our big facilities are all generator powered, so, you know, that, uh, that really helps keep the lights on, keeps things running and no disruptions. And, you know, we have a data center, right, that houses, we have two data centers at rail, one here at Marshfield, and one in Appleton. But the one in Marshfield is offsite, and that's got, you know, it's got two different power grids connected to it, plus it has a generator, and then it has a generator in case the first generator fails. Holy moly. You know, so it's it's designed for 99.965% uptime or something like that, but significant. That's to make sure that we can continue to service our customers and our drivers. You know, here's kind of an interesting fun fact, 92% of all the orders that we get in, you know, for 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 customer orders, come in electronically, without a phone call. They they flow in through kind of our Computer, whole infrastructure. Everything like 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 you order right. from Amazon, something right. like that. Right. So you just you just mentioned you know customers. 
do you guys work with our customers for where we share our some of our technology with that do we do we give it to them or is it like well you know how, how do you get their their language and our language to interface together yeah we have a, it's called business to business communication and we've got a team focused just on that okay. because 92 percent of our orders come in through that right. way so yeah when we bring on a new customer um, that's part of that that's part of that initial engagement is connecting electronically Okay. And and there is there's a translator because they send stuff a certain way, mm. we have to receive it a certain way. So there's that middle piece where we translate, so that it makes sense when when we receive it and then when we send it back to them, it has to be, you know, coded in the way that they receive it. Crypt 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 whatever you call that word I don't even know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> See I, I'm not an IT guy I don't even know the word I mean. Yeah. Encrypted. 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 Okay. Yeah, crypto. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yes. I'm yes. thinking cryptocurrency. That's yes. what it is. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Your, your yeah. Bitcoin, your Bitcoin investment is doing good or not? <laughs> I don't know. You guys mining it over? It sounds like you are. So. <laughs> no. But but in all seriousness, encryption is yeah. That's that's a big part of it, right? I mean, you got to keep any any communication that you send out in the public internet that has to do with a business to business transaction is encrypted. So, you know, the sender and the recipient have the keys to encrypt it, but during transit, it's encrypted to keep everything safe. And that's your, your, your design, Rails design, your IT department's design to have it encrypted, and then um, I the opposite say word of that. So. Decrypt, decrypt, <laughs> yeah, decrypt, yeah. Uncrypt, decrypt. Um, it's not our, necessarily our design. It's, it's really more of an industry best practice. Okay. You know, so. Okay. Uh, thank you for doing that. You guys, you guys do a heck of a job. Um, keep I, up the hard yeah, work. Yeah, keep it up. You know. Yeah. So well, we got an awesome team here at Rail. So I can't, uh, I can't speak more uh, generously about them. It's the best. What I tell everybody is, you know, the Rail IT team is is the best team I've ever had the privilege of working with. They're just phenomenal professionals, and <laughs> they love being here, and they love they love Rail, and they love our organization and our culture, and it's been a fun ride. I don't want to get everything out of you right now. We'd like to have you back, you know, in, yeah, in future yeah. podcasts. So we're going to wrap it up here, and we're going to want you back soon. And tell us about the new exciting things coming up. We could talk about the where we where we were from here, what our progress has been, and we can always talk about what we see coming up in the next year, two year, five years, you know. So yeah, I'm still absolutely. waiting on the flying trucks. You know, so something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys work on that, okay? You know, I'll put that on top of my list. So, anyways, uh, it was a pleasure having you, John. We're gonna have you back, and we'll, and we'll and pick up future. right where we left off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds good, guys. All right. So, if you guys have any uh, further questions for John and IT department, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Podcast at rail.net. I think that's the best way. If it comes, you know, questions that came come out of the podcast, I think let's. For now, let's give that a shot. Yeah, let's, let's try see. that. Yeah, that's uh, something yeah. new, and and uh, hopefully you guys will uh, utilize that because your voice is heard here at Rail. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's there's lots of lots of stuff in the background that we're doing, and and I think people are probably kind of curious how right. those things all come together. So right. And there's so, no dumb questions. Right? No, no, no the dumb questions. So podcast at rail.net, and one other thing, guys, if when you when you type that email in the subject line, kind of say what it's about. You know, like. You know, this is a maintenance thing, whatever. That way we know how to categorize that, categorize that as well. And that way we can get to it a lot quicker and address it to who we're, who we're going to have as a right. guest on this podcast. Right. So. But one thing I would say, Roman, just to call out as always, that um, 
you know, the stuff that goes to podcast at rail.net should be about the podcast, right? Right, should be about yeah. the podcast. So if they're yeah. having issues with something and they're, you know, that use the avenues that they okay. use today, right? Yep. Just so that they get quicker service. There you go. Quicker service. Again, John, thank you for uh, coming here, taking time out of your day and sharing things with us. Yeah, guys, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Looking forward to the next episode. All right, and we'll see you uh, in the future. Excellent. <laughs>